Greetings, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my good friend. I pray, in the name of Jesus, that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you can use in your life, in the life of your family, and in the life of your friends. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, let's get started. This is episode number 21 and is titled, The Things Which I Say. Today is Monday, April 1st, 2019. I'm podcasting this show from the city of Boulder, Colorado, and it is a wonderful evening. It's about uh, almost 8 p.m., And I've got a nice cup of hot tea. It's not Trader Joe's green tea tonight. It is Celestial Seasonings um, ginger, ginger tea. Oh, it is really delicious, folks. Celestial Seasonings was was started, created, and still is in Boulder, Colorado. Back from 1969 all the way to 2019. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it originally started... When Mo, that uh, was his name, M-O, Mo, when Mo would go into the hills, the foothills of uh, just off, just outside of Boulder here, or at the city limits of Boulder, the foothills, and he would collect different herbs and and uh, make tea for the people here in, in the city of Boulder. It was just, it's an amazing, amazing place. It's uh, they, they do just a fantastic job. And I'm not getting paid by Celestial Seasons, I'm just stating a little trivia about the city of Boulder. So here's the here's to you, my friend. Mm. Ah, that is so yummy. So the title again, I'll say it again. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the things which I say. It's found in Luke chapter 6, verse 46. And I'll read it. Uh, it's a real short little verse. I'll read it from the King James Version. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? I chuckle to myself just about every time I sit down to write and prepare my discourse. Why? Well, have you noticed a theme that seems to run through all my discourses? Yeah, that's right. I write on such tiny verses with only a few words. Believe me when I say, I didn't select this verse or on the verses that I talk on, any of the verses. They just seem to all be really tiny little verses. Uh, Prior to writing the verse down, I I see real large verses and very complex verses, and I thought, well, I'll just do that one. And then after I've gone through the four steps in our school, the Holy Spirit shows me the verse, and I go, wow, that's that's an easy one, (laughs) because I have to sit and write these verses. So I write the verse, oh, six, seven, eight, nine times over about a 10-minute period, memorizing the verse. That's part of our school. So anyways, that's a little trivia there again. And, you know, I, I, I chuckle again because I can hear people say, okay, how do you pick the particular verse? Well, when I sit down and do my daily schoolwork, <clears throat> that's in uh, GEC, which is Gospel Evangelist Church, GEC Bible School, which is a part of our church, the one that is brand new here in Boulder, Colorado. It's also the missionary work that I pray 
that some will take serious in their giving outreach. You know, building a new ministry is funding intensive. Because of the ground that needs to be prepared, the digging deep into the city's ground, that's people of the city, not the physical dirt, okay? <laughs> Establishing a peer network for the foundation, which is founded upon rock. That means Jesus Christ. And I can go on and on on all the enormous amounts of pre-activity that is required prior to launching a new work of the Lord. I, for one, am shocked and greatly overwhelmed. It's, I'm looking forward to the day when God brings a few people alongside me that can shoulder some of this weight. Because it's, a, it's very weighty. It's, it, it's, very weight. it's a heavy weight on my shoulders and in my heart and in my spirit. I can feel the weight. I actually can, folks. I can feel the weight of this missionary outreach here in Boulder. And so I, I praise God for the, for the Holy Spirit that does help me and give me the power. So anyways, because of the Spirit of God, things seem to work out in favor to what the Lord is looking to build here in this amazing city, actually. By the way, our Bible school can be taken anywhere you live. It's that simple and that elegant. What I just finished saying actually relates to much of what the verse for today's discourse is all about. And it's also a theme that is in the 86 verses of today's schoolwork. You know, God is so good, isn't he? I think what I want to do is include a few more verses to fill out this one in Luke 6.46. Let's see. Uh, we'll add... But wait, wait, let me, let's first add the verse we're going to work on, and then I'll add the other verses. But let me just take another sip of tea here, because my voice is, uh, needs it. Man, I tell you, it's, (laughs) it's good. Okay, today's verse was Luke 6.46. And why call ye, ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Verse 47, Whosoever cometh to me, and heareth my sayings, and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. Verse 48, He is like a man which built a house, and digged deep, and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house, and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Verse 49. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth, which, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Wow. <laughs> Those are pretty powerful verses, aren't they? So there we go. That looks good. What do you think? I mean, seriously. Does it cover a theme or topic pretty well? And our theme and our topic is the title, The Things Which I Say. I'm going to agree, yes, it does. Yes, of course it does. 
And also, please note to read on your own the entire context of what Jesus is saying and doing and teaching in the many verses prior and following the selected verses, okay? You know, and it might be a good idea to go back again and reread slowly the verses uh, 6, 46 through 49. In other words, those are the verses after what we just read. So I'm sitting here with my tea, as you know, and I keep thinking that I need to add a few more verses here. Like the ones just before the one I just read. <laughs> okay. Let me do that. Let me, let's go to 643. For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Verse 44, For every tree is known by his own fruit. For of thorns men do not gather figs, nor of bramble bush gather they grapes. Verse 45, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. An evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. And this is our verse here, Luke 6.46. And why call ye me Lord, Lord? And do not the things which I say. Now I can see a clear running theme. Can you? Let's go to over. Let's um, let's kind of dissect or go over verse forty-six. So quote, and why call ye me? Quote unquote. We'll just take those few words right there. The idea here is talking or asking rather a blunt and honest question to the people gathered around Jesus, or for that matter gathered around us when we speak the truth or preach the gospel and minister the Holy Spirit. See what I mean? Please note that the word ye, Y-E, is a form for you for which, it, for which is in this context is plural. <laughs> Sorry. Meaning many, many people or all of you combined together, the whole lot of you. Ye Y-E, is plural. Uh, and a side note, the, T-H-E-E, is singular. Or T-H-O-U, thou, is singular also. So the and thou is singular. Ye is plural. Anytime you see a Y, you can, that looks like uh, many people going out to many people. And you see a V, which is the T, that's a, a stick with a cross. It's just a singular item. And just a little, another side note, I'm, I'm full of all these little trivias tonight. It's important to note this because he's talking to a crowd and not to just one single person in the crowd. And why is that important? Because... In a crowd, when somebody's talking, it's uncomfortable to pick one single person out of the crowd and talk to that one person. It's like everybody else is not hearing what you're saying because you're not talking to them, you're talking to that one single person. However, when you talk to the entire crowd, no single person is, is singled out. 
So the whole crowd will listen to you as if they, if you're talking to them personally. It's a fascinating concept in public speaking, and that's, uh, and uh, you know that's the beauty of uh, of uh, the King James Bible. It's because it keeps that plural and singular in the context as you read. If you understand what it is, it's it's quite unique. And there are many other scriptures that tell stories of people calling Jesus Lord, Lord. And then you read things like this, Jesus saying, I don't know who you are, or I never knew you, or depart from me, or why call me Lord, Lord? You know, it's funny, Jesus is so subtle sometimes. And if we don't read slowly and deliberately, we can miss the point Jesus was conveying. Like right here, after he said, and why call ye me? He, he, he then said, Lord, Lord. So why call me Lord, Lord? Wow, to me that is saying something of great importance. The person calling said Lord twice in a loud and authoritative voice with an expectation of being heard and then being answered. Sort of a demanding nature, don't you think? And to get that... <laughs> What I just said, out of these few words, takes a little meditation and some asking the Holy Spirit to reveal what is actually being said so that we don't miss anything. It's really important not to miss something. Look at this verse here, Matthew seven twenty one. Not everyone that saith unto me, Jesus speaking here, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. I'm going to read that one more time. Matthew 7, verse 21. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. I mean, really. How many times have we heard people say, or preachers say, oh, that's not what it really means, or that's not what it actually is saying. To me, this is so dumb. It says what it says. Just read it for what it is and stop trying to twist and remake the scriptures to fit the situation. Make the Word of God the standard and live by it. Live by that standard. I know it sounds easy to say, and it's also easy to write it because I wrote it on my discourse right in front of me. (laughs) Easy to say, difficult to do, I know. Now we can take another look at our verse for today. It's Luke 6:46. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Do you see now? That's right. Do not the things which I say. These are some very, very important words that require our attention. So the question is, do we or do we not do the things, all the things that Jesus taught as per record in our New Testament along with the current and valid scriptures of the Old Testament? Possibly the first thing to consider is, what are the things which Jesus said? That seems like a good question, but... What do you think? Probably the only way we're going to know the answer to this question is to read thoroughly the entire Holy Bible. 
Yeah, I know that's a lot of reading to just find out what things we're supposed to do. But maybe not. Yeah, if we just read thoroughly the verses surrounding our verse for today, we might just be able to begin to get the concepts of what Jesus wants us to do. You know, what things we're to do. What do you think? You know, after this, uh, after you listen to this podcast or, or read my discourse or however you come by this information, you know, take a moment to break open your Bible and go to Luke 6.46 and look at it. Read the verses above and read the verses below it and ask the Holy Spirit to show more of what's in these verses. You're going to be surprised at what's in these few verses. Or if you want to read the whole two chapters, you know, all of six and all of seven, it, it they're really fantastic. Or five. Let's go five, six, and seven. There's just so much there. What I see, though, that jumps off the pages for me is faith and what faith is like. The portion of scriptures for today's schoolwork is uh, Luke 5.17. goes all the way through Luke 7.14. So it's Luke 5.17 through Luke 7.14. Those are, that's 86 verses in our schoolwork for today. And there are about, you know, I counted about 12 instances that that describe what doing faith is. As you already know, faith is an action word, not a sit-and-do-nothing word, nor a word about thinking or meditating, nor even dreaming about what it is you want to do. That's not faith. I know, I laughed too when I wrote this. <laughs> I'm laughing now as I'm saying it because it sounds so silly to say it. <laughs> it sure seems obvious, though, when we take faith out and just take a look at it clearly. Just look at faith for what it is. Don't put things with it or around it. Just the word faith, F-A-I-T-H, faith. It's a powerful word. It really is. It's like right now, the, a thought just came to my mind that faith pleases God. Faith pleases God. And I don't know exactly where that verse is right now because it just popped in my head, but faith pleases God. And uh, so, or, or you could say the kind of the reverse of faith would be, like say, be doubt. Doubt does not please God. When we walk in doubt, we're not pleasing to our Father. When we walk in faith, we are pleasing to our Father. So how can you please your Father in heaven? By walking in faith, by living in faith. And I'm, over, I'm going down another trail here. I, I got to stop and come back a little bit. So you see, just living for Jesus is not doing the things what Jesus said to do, nor is just reading your Bible. Not even just going to church is doing what Jesus said to do. Whenever the world teaches us something, we can safely assume that that thing is what we are not to do. If you know the scriptures, you can immediately see what I'm talking about. The world hates Jesus. The world is against the Spirit, and the Spirit is against the world. Wow, that sounds very tough and cruel. But the world is full of evil, and by doing evil, we miss what Jesus wants us to do. Amen? I hope you heard that, my friend. Is there someone listening right now 
that is doing evil, and they're missing out on what God wants them to do. They're totally walking right by it because they're living in evil, in an atmosphere of evil. They're doing the works of Satan. They're living for this world, and they're walking right by the thing that God wants them to do. And what God wants them to do, if you, if you think for a moment, it's like walking down a sidewalk in a downtown district and you see great big large shopping windows filled with displays. And those displays, each, each window display is like an event that God is saying, hey, this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do, my friend. This is what I want you to do, my son. This is what I want you to do, my child. And you don't even hear him calling because you're busy walking right down the sidewalk, enjoying the world. Stop, my friend, and listen to what God is trying to tell you. Amen? Here's a very simple and personal and real example. Giving. <laughs> yes. Yesterday was Sunday. I was out in the streets preaching at Pearl and 28th with my preaching banner. I'm on my way back home. I had the opportunity to witness to a man walking down Pearl Street around 22nd Street or so. I had my Trust Jesus shirt on and my Jesus Christ is the Son of God ball cap on and, and I, along with my four foot by four foot banner that was all rolled up. I was headed home. After talking for a moment to this man, he asked if I could spare a dollar. I said no. I didn't have a dollar on me. All I had were 20s. <laughs> Isn't that sick? Man, was I convicted of not doing the things that Jesus said to do. I got home and vowed that will never happen again. Lord willing, I praise you in Jesus. Lord willing. I'm going to get a stack of $1 bills so that I'll always have them when I go out. Look at this verse. I mean, really, look at this verse here in Luke 6.30. It's just, I'll just read a few words, a few words of the verse. Give to every man that asketh of thee. Those words are in red. Those words mean that Jesus has actually spoke these words. I mean, you can't get any clearer than this. Give to every man that asketh of thee. In the story I just told, did that man ask of me? Yes, of course he did. And I did not the things which Jesus said to do. I mean, I'm just, that's, this is a real event, Lord. Uh, folks, I feel like I'm talking to God, too, as I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I'm, I'm convicted. Even right now as I'm speaking on the show today, I'm, I'm convicted in my heart. I'm a preacher. And here's a preacher not even doing, in this small example, not doing what Jesus said to do. But I'm going to change that. Because, you know, anyways, I can go on. Yeah. You know, when we disobey, knowingly or unknowingly, after we find out we messed up, what did Jesus say that we are to do? What did Jesus say we're supposed to do? All right, right. Do you know the answer? Yeah, that's, that's, I can hear you saying it right now. Yes, that's right. We are to repent, which is to stop sinning, 
and sin no more, and to change our mind to that which Jesus wants us to have and to turn from doing the wrong again. Sort of like when you're hiking or walking or driving somewhere, take a different way, a different path, a different street, and not do that again. Amen, brother and sister? (laughs) We can also ask Jesus for forgiveness. Because in my little story above, I can also say that I lied to the man. Can you see how by not doing the things that Jesus has said to do, we can really mess up and compound the problem and fall into sin? I mean, this may sound like a simple thing of doing what Jesus said, but there's more to it, much, much more. So I'm going to stop right here, though. Because my mind is on a freeway of information, if you can tell. And if I don't pull over here, I may go on for another hour. That's what I used to think when I was in the truck. So let me pray. Lord, thank you for showing us your word and all the things that you want us to do that is in it. I believe we realize that we don't need to do the things that are not in your word. Just because someone says something that we should do, that sounds good. But you teach us to go back to your word and look it up and make sure it's in your word. Then we can truthfully do with a clean heart all that you have said for us to do in this life and the life to come. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, folks. So let's go out and do the things which Jesus says to do. God bless you guys. Have a great day.